Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard Gibbert, along with my good friend Rhino, in the studio on this hump day. Indeed it is all day long. It's a bit wet here in the capital city. Yeah, that cold front has made its way to central Mississippi, headed south, and with it, it's bringing a bit of a cool snap. Yeah. How cold is it going to be? Uh, well, as warm as you were this morning is as high as the temperature is going to get. For today? Pretty much. Just about everywhere in the Magnolia State. Uh, I, everywhere I checked this morning, because I've got about 20 different ones that I just scroll through to look at a, a brief glimpse of the weather, pretty much every single one of them, the high was what it was sitting at right then. And going to get a little cooler, right? Going yeah, it, into it could Friday. get down to the 30s overnight. Jeez. A little late for that. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Isn't it? Oh, man. Well, hmm. I'm sure they have some meteorological term for it, like a polar vortex or something. (laughs) Those kinds of words haven't been canceled yet, have they? Not yet. Although they are using precision language. Oh, that's a problem. Well, I think it's okay as long as it's contextualized. (laughs) Like the new contextualization in Merriam-Webster? What's that about? They have added a note to their definition of colorblind. Oh, my gosh. Talking about how it can have a positive connotation, but it can also mean you are not aware of the inequities of racial disparities and blah, 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 Mm. blah, 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 blah. The question is... Is any of this stuff truly moving whatever needle it is we're trying to move? No, it's just moving the goalpost. I was raised to be colorblind. Right. Pretty sure that's what a couple generations ago started teaching was colorblindness. But now that's even racist. Right. That's right. And so I'm not sure what the goal is. Well, you said they keep moving the goalposts, which, of course, would be aligned with the goals. What what are they? I don't know. I've lost track. Perpetual victimhood? I yeah, I think that is true. I absolutely think that is correct. You know, Governor Brian Kemp of Georgia, who signed into law their new voting reform legislation, 
He's making the circuit now. Hats off to him. He's explaining and debunking the misinformation. Even the Washington Post, even the Washington Post gave Biden's appreciation of it and condemnation of this law for Pinocchios. Can you still do that? Isn't this Pinocchio? Is that still around, or he didn't... That is insensitive to wooden Americans. (laughs) With big schnozzes, huh? Um, So anyhow, the Washington Post... I'm a real boy. (laughs) Uh, Oh, that's insensitive, too. Yeah, of course it is. There's no question about that. So the facts do not support... President Biden's assertion of the law. Remember, he he claimed it was Jim Eagle. It wasn't just Jim Crow. What a terrible metaphor that was. Jim Eagle. He said, it's sick. It's sick deciding that you're going to end voting at 5 o'clock when working people are just getting off work. He is, he is of course, wrong about that. And it's not true. And Governor Kemp is setting him straight. So, hats off to Governor Kemp. He should have been out in front of this, I think, but now he's behind it. But the outrage is, it's really all about making a case to eliminate the filibuster, to implement H.R. 1, which would totally federalize the elections process in this country. So here's what I think folks are missing out on. You got HR1, which you'd essentially take over. You wouldn't even need state and local elections, rules, laws, organizations, infrastructure. You wouldn't need that. All right? You've got this so called infrastructure bill the president is going to present later on today, 2.5. trillion dollars. He's going to talk about that today and make the case for it, but it involves water reconstruction, renovation of water systems, sewer systems, schools, schools. So what's going to happen is the federal government is going to invade every state and take over much of the construction industry. I believe that. That is the goal. So it's just more and more encroachment on states' rights, more and more expansion of government across the spectrum of life. And the idea is to be totally beholden to and reliant on a central planning monstrosity. And when you talk about trillions of dollars flowing through that apparatus down to the state levels where the federal government is involved, you think there'd be any corruption involved with 2.25 tr- fraud, corruption, no, cronyism? No <laughs> 2.25 trillion dollars. Now the progressives in Congress are pushing for 10 trillion. Also included 
And, and there's a, some discussion that they may divide it into a couple of bills, 2.25 and then another two later for a four. That's coming out of the White House. The second one being focused on total redistribution. Here, here are the taxes that we're going to impose and levy, and here are the new programs. So what they seek is child care, paid for by the federal government, community college, paid for by the federal government. They want to require businesses to offer an assortment of benefits and family leave. They want to, to implement policy and enact legislation which would st strengthen labor unions. The goal being everyone in this country works for a labor union. Because you simply can't make it in life in America unless you're a member of a labor union. You just got to accept that. Right. That's I got to accept that I got to give Joe Blow a chunk of my paycheck to go sit in his office and not do diddly squat. It's so corrupt. You're getting paid to do a job. They're getting paid to make sure you do your job and your bosses do their job while their job is just to sit there on their butt. You pretty much got it. You got it. That is the goal. So you're essentially taking a chunk of your paycheck to pay an extra middle manager. You got it. Got to love the inefficiency of the Democrat mind. Well, and it's necessary, as you know, folks, because those dirty, greedy, wicked, evil businesses, corporations and the like, and those job creators, they can't be trusted. They just want to get rich on the backs of those hard-working people. Curtis and Biloxi on the ceasefire text line. Isn't that the definition of mafia protection? <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, it's, the union, a.k.a. the Yakuza. <laughs> Yakuza. I, I mean, so, you'll never hear... You'll never hear the president or any of his surrogates, certainly not Jen, the circleback Saki, ever say good jobs. It's always good union jobs. And we await the outcome of the vote over in Alabama at the Amazon facility. I think the vote was had, it's completed, and now the results are being tabulated. We'll see. It's, it's going to say a lot about the future of labor and work in this country. Of course, the other thing the Democrats want to do as part of this infrastructure bill is eliminate right to work. Twenty-seven states still maintain right to work laws, including Mississippi. That simply means you can work for an organization that is a union shop without joining a union. You're not forced to. They want to eliminate that. You can't make your own mind up, people. You don't know what you're doing. You can't determine what is in the best interest of you, your family, your economic welfare. You can't do it. It's, it's a very dangerous, very dangerous philosophy that is being imposed upon this country that we've got to be aware of. We'll take a break right here. We'll come right back. We've got a Sonny Desai in the studio, Make-A-Wish Mississippi Board Chair. We'll talk about Wish Wednesdays and everything their organization does. Stay with us on the JT Show.
Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. In the house, my friend Lee Garland of EXP. What's happening, Lee? 2020 was an incredible year. We've sold hundreds of houses. As a matter of fact, and thank you, you took care of a family member. What was so unique about selling that home was the buyer who bought it, bought it sight unseen. They bought it from the videos, photos, and drone footage that we shot. They did not actually step foot in the house until the week before closing. Share with us some of the other advantages of the marketing campaign. One of the things that we do is we give sellers options. We give them the option of assurance, convenience, and the ability to get top dollar on their property. If the seller needs the assurance that their house is going to sell, we can guarantee that sale. If it doesn't sell at the end of the listing agreement, we'll buy it. And that's what makes you guys the leader in the market. We are the number one team in central Mississippi. We spend more money marketing properties than anybody else. We have an advertising budget of almost a half a million dollars, where the average agent only spends 250 to $500 a month. Go to? LeeWillBuyIt.com or call us at 601-983-1130. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment. 601 487 here at Woods Equipment, we are proudly a family-owned and operated lawn care business where we have served our community for the past 12 years. We strive to offer the best sales, service, and parts in Pearl. As your locally-owned Cub Cadet dealer, we can handle all your outdoor power equipment needs with our in-stock inventory to help unlock your best lawn yet. Featuring the most innovative Cub Cadet zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, walk-behind mowers, and more. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. Let's make a deal. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. I'm back. I told you I was coming back. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. There she stood. Smiling from her head to her feet I said, what is this now, baby? Maybe she's indeed out of kids Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino on this hump day. Wet one, too, huh? Yeah. Yeah, a little wet. So, Sunny. Jo- 
Yeah, a little soggy. Joining us now in the studio, Sonny Desai. He's the board chair of the Make-A-Wish. It's for the whole state, right? Make a the wish. whole state. Yeah. And so uh, we wanted to have you in here today. Sonny, first, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You bet. Uh, wish Wednesdays. I've got a note on that. What does that mean exactly? Wish Wednesday is um, kind of what we highlight um, every Wednesday. We try to share a story of a wish. Yeah. Then um, they're all local kids. Um, more about building awareness uh, for the wishes that are being granted in our local areas, communities. Little background on the organization, exactly what you guys do. I think a lot of people are generally familiar, but tell us what you guys do. So I'd like to really, if if it's all right, talk about the two biggest uh, misconceptions about Absolutely. Make sure. a Wish Mississippi. Um, you know, so Make a Wish is a national brand. Uh, so you know everyone knows about Make a Wish, but the difference I think that people what people don't know is that this chapter is actually local. Uh, okay. We're based here in Jackson, and we service all Mississippi kids. So when we raise money for our wishes, they're actually the money goes to grant the wishes here locally, all over the state. Gotcha. And a lot of people don't realize that, and they think you know this is going to a national pot, and there's you're doing this, you know, um, spreading it out. But every dollar that we raise here locally goes back into our community. Okay. Um, the second uh, misconception I think people have about Make-A-Wish is that um, oftentimes they think these are all terminal kids, and that's not the case. It's only about 30%. So it's always okay. it's, uh, life-threatening um, diseases or medical conditions that they have that uh, we are able to grant wishes for them for. How do you determine uh, who, uh, I guess, is part uh, becomes a person, a child, that is eligible for a wish? We get ref uh, referrals from doctors. Okay. So they're the ones. There's uh, there's a whole list of, and I'm, I'm not a doctor, so I don't, yeah. I don't want to try to tell you which sure. ones are or not. But um, they refer them to us, and then they get added to our system, and then and that starts the whole process. We interview the kids, and then uh, see let them kind of drive the conversation on what would be their ideal wish and it, then we we help grant that wish. is there a case or c cases you'd like to share you said it's wish wednesdays you typically fo I, I think i understood you right that you focus on a, a case or a situation is that right so is there something you want to share with us today um ooh. what I, I think I, what i'd like <laughs> to tell you guys is um they the 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 wish that I was a part of that I think had a really sure. big impact for me. Yeah, there was this uh, kid. Um, I think he was about six seven years old, and then it was actually the first year I got on the board. And this was like four years ago, and his wish was to have a golf cart. Hmm. And then the the look on his eyes when when they kind of unreal, he just start crying because he was just so happy. And all I could remember from that was thinking. Man, I would have loved to have a golf cart yeah. when I was his age. Sure. And then just the happiness of not only him but his whole family uh, was just incredible. Um, and um, the this actually I want to talk about the second one. Yeah. Because I'm, I I love cars. Sure. The other one was um, the there's a 17 year old boy, and he wanted to go to. Um, the World Auto Show in Europe, okay, and then they did a wish reveal here locally at the Motor Cars of Jackson, and he get to he got to drive in a McLaren. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, you know, so things like that. There's those are the the wishes that that kind of leave a 
impression on me because they're all unique and there's it's all really catered towards the child. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it, the organization has been around a while, has it not? It it's, has. It's I think it's pretty well known. It is. I, um, I think our advantage that we have is just the branding. You know, everyone yeah. knows Make a Wish. You yeah. Know? Um, a lot of celebrities get involved, and you know the the organization is very well spent. And um, so one unique thing I think this year, the last couple of years, has been really good for us is um, or our leadership, even on a national level, our new CEO is actually the ex-CEO uh, of U.S. Bank. No, so, darn. Yeah, so he's, this is kind of his stint of give, giving back. And it's I, we can we can start seeing from even on a local level, like the monumental, like the steps he's taking to build more awareness. But, yeah. Well, you know, one thing that uh, certainly always impacts me, I guess, from an emotional perspective, and I don't think I'm alone in, in this respect, is – Children, it's they're so helpless. You feel like they're so helpless, and when they get beset with uh, some sort of disease or, or medical condition, it just doesn't seem right. You know, they shouldn't have to deal with that as as children. One one of our uh, customers um, back when I was in the IT business was St. Jude up in Memphis, and you know the work they do up there is incredible, and and just the idea that a child has to deal with that. Uh, any sort of disease, like it's just—it's hard enough when you're an adult, but you—you you just don't want children, and so it's—it's it's good that you guys come in and try to make that a little better. Agreed, agreed. Um, and then one thing I like to point out too is that there have actually been medical studies done that show that the children actually get better. Really? After the wish. Well, sure. So it's a, you know, it's just that happiness factor, and that's that's what I call a happiness factor. Yeah. You know, they get happier, and then maybe, you know. Um, that leads to a better recovery. But I mean, a person's mindset yeah. and their psyche. Positivity, I, I, right? I think it does have a, a lot to do with that. And I don't know if there's any clinical evidence of that. I don't know that it matters, but you, there is actually. Okay. Um, um, I wish I wish I could remember the name, but um, uh, we we've got some. It was a YouTube video that we could. We could I'll share. be darned. Yeah. So then, and to a great extent, it's fair to say, Sonny, is it not that that the, the great work you guys do actually helps cure children and make them better and often recover yeah. uh, from these diseases just through the experience of exactly. the Make-A-Wish. Exactly. Well, that's fantastic. What What else uh, would you like to tell our audience? we got a lot of people listening right now to about your great organization. Well, um, I would like to share how everyone can get involved because they're, you know, listening right now or yeah, watching and please. just thinking, you know, how, how do we get involved? So, um, we have you know a Facebook page. We have our website, Make a Wish Mississippi. Um, you can obviously donate. That'd be the easiest way. But we're actually looking for volunteers, okay. uh, people to get involved in our events. Uh, we do a gala every year. Uh, we do multiple golf tournaments. Um, I'm actually I don't know if you guys can see. I'm wearing one of the. Shirts. I can. I told you I have the exact same shirt. I played in the tournament. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same shirt every year, but I played twice. Yeah. It's so old Waverly. Old Waverly, right? Fantastic event. All right. And have been fortunate to play in that. And yeah. we're we're having another one over here at uh, the Deerfield course. My company actually, Decide Companies, we help host it every year uh, for the last three or four years now. Um, and that's kind of how we give back as a company. We, yeah. We help put it together and help raise money for that event. But very cool event. Yeah. Um, and then the, I say the uh, another way to get involved if you're a company um, is to kind of do what we're doing is to help co-host an event and get your 
your office and your all the employees involved and trying to grant a wish, and then having the wish <laughs> reveal there. You know, yeah. some couple of things. We can One do. of our listeners, uh, Tim in Oxford, just sent a photo and a, and a little note our make of their Make a Wish trip from Australia. They went to Australia. Daughter is on the right in the photo. Ovarian cancer survivor, St. Jude. How about that? Oh, wow. So that's that's cool. We've actually, um, it's it's amazing uh, once you start spreading the message and how many people either directly know someone that had a wish granted or, or someone in their family, you know. Yeah. Well, um, so how did you get involved with it? So I was I was looking for a way to get involved with the community. Um, I'm fairly still young, 34. Uh, so at that time, I was just trying to find some way to get involved. And yeah. Make a Wish actually reached out to me through a board search program. And okay. again, I had the the same misconceptions that everyone had. I was like, this is a national organization. But then when I really got, when I started asking the questions and then figured out that this was local impact, that's why I decided to um, to get involved. And then I've got this kind of internal role where I only sit on one uh, a nonprofit board at a time, so I can just give mm -hmm. it my 100%. Focus. I got you. Yeah. All right, so is there a World Wish Day coming up? I've got a note that says it's April 29th. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So what's yeah. that all about? So that's when we kind of pull all our resources together and just and try to grant, I think, three wishes on yep. the same day. Um, and it's, it's just it's really about timing, but that's where we it's a uh, awareness thing. Yeah. yeah, well, that's great. Yeah, appreciate all the great work you do, and thanks so much for coming in and sharing the Thank stories you for today. Us. Yeah. yeah, appreciate it, Mr. Sonny Desai, the board chair of the Make a Wish organization in Mississippi. Really appreciate it. We'll be right back with more on the JT Show. Stay with us. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, don't worry, don't do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry, be happy. I'm not worried. I'm happy. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back in play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. 
Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful, from trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. Our farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping and our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. From a small job to total transformations, just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Bridge Builders. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As cases rise elsewhere, Governor Tate Reeves is opposing the idea of more mask mandates. After President Biden pleaded with governors on a call Tuesday to re-implement such a mandate, Governor Reeves, who lifted Mississippi's mandate earlier this month, responded on Twitter saying, No thank you, Mr. President. Along with Texas, Mississippi was one of the first states to rescind its restrictions, and cases have continued to decline as the state's seven-day average is down to around 230. And after surpassing one million administered doses, Governor Tate Reeves says the next million will be more difficult as we battle vaccine hesitancy. Jennifer Bryan with the Mississippi Medical Association says it's all about getting accurate information to patients. It's always the patient's decision, but certainly as a physician, you know, we, we are in the business of telling folks the accurate information and then helping them to come to their own decision about it. And the vaccines are way off of this hamster wheel. I think we're seeing that in the numbers too. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. 
Radio. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, this is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks that are built Ford Tough. Drive home the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Ford F-150, the legendary performer Ford Super Duty, or the adventure-ready Ford Ranger. Work or play, count on Ford Trucks to get the job done, and hurry because Ford Truck Month is an event you don't want to miss. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. Astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. From... This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to JT Show Super Talk Mississippi. Coming your way on this. Hump All right. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing the president roll out his infrastructure plan now that I know that children are considered infrastructure. That's true. That will be interesting. You know, I, I, I've got to ask, uh, we got our friend Brent Bailey, the Public Service Commissioner of the Central District in Mississippi, coming on the program at 11. I'm just curious how all of this infrastructure impacts his office and his responsibility, his duties, as it would be the case for all the Public Service Commissioners, because I still see this. I still see it as a major takeover by the federal government of much of what has traditionally been provided at the local, at the municipal level. What does that mean? That, it, we just seem to accept that. Now, that's a problem that we should be concerned about. Hmm. I don't know, but I, I'm going to ask Brent. Uh, he may not have any thoughts about it. That, I mean, it's a little premature, but it's, it's brewing, it's boiling. And the progressives want ten trillion. And when they say they're going to pay with pay for it with tax increases, that math doesn't work. They want to tax the rich because you know the rich don't pay enough. Pay no attention to the fact that the ten percent of taxpayers in this country shoulder ninety percent of the tax burden. What's always really comical to me is when you hear the folks on the left say, "Well, the." The tax cuts, the Trump tax cuts, only benefited the wealthy. No, they benefited the people who pay taxes. It's right. They don't benefit people who don't pay taxes. Though, he did increase somewhat some of the refundable tax credits, which means even if you don't pay taxes, the government sends you a check, which is bigly part of the plan here. Um. 
you know, there's some <laughs> still though. We just heard the news about we, we talked about it yesterday, right? The president wanting states which have lifted their mask mandates to reinstate them. He's calling on governors, mayors, local leaders to do so. And our governor said take a hike. But, you know, those Neanderthals, as he referred to them, which lifted the mask mandates, what doesn't make sense is where they still exist? The cases seem to be trending in the wrong direction. And in states such as Texas and Mississippi, they're trending in the right direction. Can that be explained? Is that science? Well, it involves math, and that's precision. Oh, shoot. Um, and so we, we played the clip yesterday of the CDC director who predicts impending doom. You know, she backed off on that a little bit. A little bit. So, you know, I, I'm reading today an article. This was, uh, let's see, this was local. And it was about reopening churches in Mississippi. Uh, let's see, who wrote this? Churches should abstain from in-person, indoor worship. This is from various health officials in Mississippi in order to prevent the spread. Actually, it came from the state health department. My church has been open since like last June or July with common sense measures to allow in-person worship while mitigating spread. Now, you can't pack in there, it's not shoulder to shoulder, and you sit in every other pew, but it seems to be working. You have to come in with a mask, and there's hand sanitizer all over the place. But is this another situation where, and I don't know that there's been any outbreaks in my church, I haven't heard anything to suggest that, so I'm not really sure. What's going on there? Is this another situation where we're behind? I know there's still a lot that are closed, but mine's been open since last June. Aren't there still several that aren't holding in-person worship? I mean, there are some that have kind of a hybrid setup where people that still want to worship from home can watch on a, a Facebook live stream or a, another live stream. There are some that have it set up where you can have the parking lot worship where you you either watch the live stream on your phone in the parking lot or they have a, a short-range radio broadcast where you can listen in your car like at drive-in theaters. I got you. Well, I see, and, and my church doing the same. It's both. But... I got to tell you, this past Sunday, Palm, being Palm Sunday, we got really close. I think I said that yesterday or a couple of days ago, that it was to the point where the ushers were a little concerned about how, where we're going to put people. So, I don't know. It seems to be working out pretty well, best I can tell. Not sure why that's a problem. You know, the next. So, so we've talked about how masks have been weaponized politicized at a minimum. Major political. You know what's next, don't you? Vaccine passports. 
that's that's the next COVID political weapon, political tool. So you've got states such as New York that are already planning vaccine passports. And you've got, I think, even the federal government, right? Even Joe Biden has discussed the possibility and nothing, nothing that would require it at this point, but build out of systems to do so and in conjunction with some of the big IT folks. IBM is the one I recall being m- mentioned in that to build this sort of stuff out. But you mark my words, <laughs> that's the next one. Vaccine passports. That is coming, I believe. Uh, (laughs) It's just crazy how our politicians have seized upon these sorts of objects and issues. And can't see the hypocrisy of saying that everybody's got to have a vaccine passport, but voter ID's racist. It's very true. You yeah. you got to have one form of ID, but another form of ID, well, that's racist. How does that work? How does Only it, in the minds of Democrats. How does that work? And, and look, Governor Kemp, is, he's debunking all that nonsense. I just don't understand the idea of all the things that they argue about. One was the reduced hours, and Governor Kemp proved that's wrong. The hours are not reduced. In fact, they expanded uh, an, an additional Saturday for early voting. They're all mad because Sunday voting is out. And they say that discriminates against the African-American population who have souls to the polls drives, they call them. They go to church Sunday, and then they head to the polls. But does that mean every other state that doesn't allow voting, absentee, mail-in voting, or even in-person voting on Sunday is racist? I wonder how many allow that. So they're arguing about that, but the idea that you can't get an ID and all the things you cannot participate in in our society as a result in our economy of not having an ID, again, I just say it seems like you would mobilize efforts to help those people get an ID. And what does it say when you assert that only certain races are incapable of getting an ID? You've got to have me, government. That's what government says. you just got to have me. You can't live without me. You know, it was Ronald Reagan, I believe, who famously said government is the problem. Now we see government is the solution for everything. And what bothers me is how many people are embracing that nonsense. Let me just turn over all my woes, all my problems, all my ills to government and let them take care of me. We we are headed for mediocrity by doing so, in my opinion. Life well and supply on the ceasefire <laughs> text line says well, here, there's no spread of COVID because we got holy water in the church. That's right. We sprinkle it all, all about. Be gone with you, germs. <laughs> Unbelievable. Sounds like the mark of the beast from Mike and McGee referring to the vaccine passport. No, I don't think that's the case. I don't see it as that. I just see it as intrusive 
by the government, and I don't think it's necessary. If a private business wants to require it, I say go for it. They have that right. I support that. Just as I support their right not to sell something to somebody based on some religious objection. It is time for a break here. We've got another segment in the first hour of the JT Show. Don't forget, coming up after the break, at the top of the hour, Brent Bailey, the Public Service Commissioner for the Mississippi Central District. Stay with us. Here at Woods Equipment, we are proudly a family-owned and operated lawn care business where we have served our community for the past 12 years. We strive to offer the best sales, service, and parts in Pearl. As your locally-owned Cub Cadet dealer, we can handle all your outdoor power equipment needs with our in-stock inventory to help unlock your best lawn yet. Featuring the most innovative Cub Cadet zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, walk-behind mowers, and more. Stop by Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. Let's make a deal. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Hey guys, I'm Michael Clark with Ace Bolt and Screw Company. We have been locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolt and Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. Hop on in to Nandy's Candy for all your Easter treats. Personalized eggs, caramel divinity, peanut butter and chocolate whip eggs, chocolate bunnies and ducks, hand-blown eggs filled with chocolate, sugar eggs, stuffed animals, jelly bellies, foil-wrapped bunnies and eggs, sour bunnies, bunny corn, empty or pre-made baskets, and so much more. Nandy's Candy, 1220 East Northside Drive in Maywood Mart, exactly where the Easter Bunny shops. Shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping. This is the opening agri-market report. At the opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, May cotton was down 190 to 78.74. July cotton was down 183 to 79.92. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up 15 and a half to 13.82 and a quarter per bushel. July soybeans were up 13 and three quarters to 1371 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was up two cents to 541 and a quarter per bushel. July corn was up one and a half to 524 per bushel. The mercantile June live cattle was up 15 to 122.37. August live cattle was up 10 cents to 121.35. May feeders down 115 to 151.05. August feeders down 87 to 159.42. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 27 points, 33,039. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is a Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. 
want that dream job? Do you need the right skills and credentials to get there? Did you know more than 2,000 students have taken advantage of the My Best program for free? Contact your local community college to learn more about the My Best program. Take charge of your life and make your dreams a reality by attending a Mississippi community college. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board. Funding for this ad provided by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation. This season and every season, protect your rice fields with a full suite of herbicides from Valent USA. With Bolero 8 EC, League, and Regimen herbicides, Valent has an option to help you handle whatever weeds you're facing. Specially formulated to control the toughest weeds, including variety of broadleaf, sedge, grass, and aquatic weeds, Valent herbicides are proven to help growers start strong and protect their crop every step of the way. Visit valent.com slash rice to learn more. Always read and follow label instructions. yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, I know it's One Hit Wonder Wednesday, right? Right. Okay, I have a special request. All right. Not to ever play that again. (laughs) (laughs) First, A, A, I don't like the song. B, it sticks in my head after I hear it. (laughs) That just means it's catchy. It is catchy. That's why it sticks in my head. Dang you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right, so... That's kind of the curse of the one-hit wonder. They're catchy, but they're not great. That's a good point. Most of them aren't. A few are. The, uh, that, one's, that one's not. Uh, let's see. I'm looking for something somebody sent in. We were talking about the excoriation by the president about the mask mandate and his imploring of those who lifted it, such as our governor, to reinstate. Where is it, uh, Rhino, somebody said that it is being, I think, reported, perhaps by CNN, that our cases are trending upward. And, of course, it depends on the period of time that, that that is measured, but typically that's done on a trailing seven-day basis is kind of a common measurement. And I'm looking for it on the Department of Health website. I don't think the trend is negative. 288 cases today. I guess it was yesterday is what I'm looking at. Is that what you see? Yeah, it's 288 with 19 new deaths, but the long-term care facility outbreak continues to drop. It's at 14 now. 14. So I'm looking for the graphs that show the seven-day average there. Um, I mean, down towards the bottom, you've got the 20-day average or the 21-day average, and even if you lop it off at seven days, it's still trending down. Yeah, so I'm not sure where they're coming up with that, but 
And, you know, look, 288. They're looking at the patients in ICU from March 24th to March 25th. Oh, it went up. By how much? By seven. And I mean, it dropped not, by seven the next day. I've seen or heard no reports that our health care institutions and our health care system is being overrun. That was always the, the big concern. We, there was a period where that was going on, but that's when we were dealing with 1,500 cases a day back in January, February. It just seems like it was north of 1,000 for several days in a row, and that, no question, resulted in lots of pressure on our health care systems and long-term care outbreaks, which are seriously problematic. But that's just not the case anymore. So you think about, what, some 20-plus percent of our population has been immunized, uh, I think, and that grows daily. That plus natural herd immunity, all that just adds up to a reduction of cases and outbreak. Now it's being reported that the vaccines are effective against uh, the variants, it's believed. But more importantly, that those who have been vaccinated, I think this just was uh, reported yesterday by CDC, perhaps, cannot spread. I think that was a report yesterday. We'll look that up, but pretty sure that was rather... Yeah, if you are fully vaccinated, you are not a carrier, is what they said. But, it, but you know, for a while, it was, we weren't, were not sure. It was not conclusive. And I think that has now been considered a done deal, that it has been affirmed. So when you add all that up, it just naturally seems that we would be experiencing uh, less outbreak. And I got to tell you, folks, I don't know about your situation across the state, but wherever I go, places are pretty crowded. I, you know, I don't, it just seems different to me in a good way. Businesses have a lot of people in them, restaurants are packed. I went to breakfast with some friends this morning here locally, our normal place, and packed. So I'm, I'm not sure that I'm seeing the problem. Rob from Pontotoc says that all the CDC director's tearful speech videos have way more dislikes than likes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let's see. Vaccine passport equal where are your papers, comrade? Yeah, all that just seems overdone and intrusive. And I read an article. That's from Scott and Clinton. I read an article that actually said it just would have no impact. So the idea is to keep from spreading, to keep infections down, to keep transmitting the virus. But it's a report, I think it was in the Wall Street Journal, said it's really not going to do anything with respect to that. It's just more power play. It's just more I can get people to do stuff because I'm in charge. And that's not the way to run a railroad. It's just not the best way to do it. Now, this is a good one-hit wonder. Better than that other dang thing. I think it was like Well and Supply said, play that godforsaken safety dance. It ain't happening. (laughs) We'll take a break right here when we come back. We've got our good friend, the Public Service Commissioner of Mississippi's Central District, Brent Bailey. Stay with us on the JT Show.
listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. Lillian Wu. Pfizer says new data shows its COVID vaccine is 100% effective in preventing COVID in kids ages 12 to 15. Studies show the vaccine produced a robust immune response in this age group, even stronger than what was seen in older participants. Expanding vaccine access to children could have a dramatic effect not only on reopening schools, but removing major hurdles to family travel, especially on international trips. Fox's Jonathan Sari, the Pentagon will release a new transgender policy. According to an AP report, defense officials say the new rules will offer them wider access to medical care and assistance with gender transition. And New York greenlights recreational marijuana. Governor Andrew Cuomo signing a bill allowing possession of up to three ounces of cannabis. Sales not expected to be legal for about a year and a half. America's listening to Fox News. I'm Liz Brister with Entergy. We know heating and cooling your home requires significant power and can lead to higher than expected bills. We want to help you take control of your bill. That's why we offer several deferred payment options to suit your needs and help your budget. We can also connect you to community payment assistance partners. If you need help paying your bill, visit entergy.com slash mypaymentoptions or call 1-800-ENTERGY. Selling your vehicle, we'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, need your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, need your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The severe weather moving through northeast Mississippi has caused some damage to homes, downed trees, and created flooding problems in Monroe County. That same system caused damage to Vardaments High School, Junior High, and Elementary School in Calhoun County. Thankfully, there are no reports of any injuries at this point. Governors are being urged to reinstate mask mandates and other COVID restrictions to stave off what President Joe Biden is calling a possible fourth surge of COVID. Dr. Mark Horn is the president of the State Medical Association. Personally, at our our hospital, we've seen a dramatic decrease. And when I talk to Dr. Thomas Dobbs most Friday afternoons, we've been talking about the numbers going down. And when you look at the numbers across the state, they are improving. There may be certain localities in the state that are having little minor outbreaks and flare-ups, but uh, no, the state as a whole is doing great. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Do you ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking. 
hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane, clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. A bill that expands parole eligibility for nonviolent offenders passed through the Senate yesterday. Russ Latino, the president of Empower Mississippi, pointed out that we have the second highest incarceration rate in the country. Which means that we have the overcrowding problems we've seen. Obviously, there's been violence as an outflow of that. We've got a Department of Justice investigation. About 2,000 inmates would become parole eligible, but he stresses that that doesn't mean automatic release. We're putting people in prison for more things in Mississippi for longer periods of time with less opportunity to to sort of rehabilitate yourself and get out. And if we're going to address sort of the crisis that we've got in our prison system, we're going to have to make some changes to our laws. The pandemic has caused people to rethink how they do things, even law enforcement. Alexi Police Chief John Miller says recruiting has been a challenge. I believe that that will get better. Uh, That's been an obstacle that's been very difficult to overcome. And that's not just here on the coast. Police work has become one of those things that's just not desirable. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi continues. I gotta, I gotta make a correction first. Before we get started here with the interview, is I said that it was like Well and Supply that suggested playing that god awful safety dance song. It was really Scott and Rankin County. So my apologies <laughs> uh, on that. Uh, Rhino, uh, you ain't going to do that, are you? Maybe. <laughs> That's what I figure. Joining us now in the studio, Brent Bailey, Public Service Commissioner for the Central District of Mississippi, and he's uh, also joined by Ricky Cotton. Ricky, you're in charge of pipeline safety, is that yes. correct? Yes. For the Central District? Work for the in, state. In, for the whole state? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So so glad to have uh, you guys uh, in the studio today. Man, yeah, thank you. Always glad to be here with you. You Appreciate bet. your time. And, uh, okay, so the blankets, really cool. 
Well, you know, we always come bearing gifts when we come see you. We appreciate the opportunity. And those are compliments to the folks at 811. Very cool. Yes, sir. Well, I happen to live uh, where my backyard is situated. It is adjacent to a uh, natural gas pipeline. I think, I want to say it's Texas Eastern, if I'm not mistaken, that runs through there in Madison County. Uh, but To an interstate pipeline. Yeah, is that right? Uh, no, I, it's behind my house, and it runs. So it's what you see so when you're going up on the parkway in Madison County, and you look okay. around Madison Central High School, and you look down there. That just goes straight. Pretty significant that. easement right away. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Texas Eastern uh, coming through there is an interstate pipeline. Okay, I, I got what you're saying. Going in and out of the state. I see. Mm-hmm. And but it it uh, transmits carries natural gas. Is that correct? Uh, possibly, but it could be crude oil. Or oh, whatever. really? There's line markers required to be on them. They're, and there shows the commodity that's being transported. Well, oh, I'm glad to know that. They did come around uh, to those of us whose house backs up to it and gave us like some little brochures <laughs> on what to do if there's a problem. If you hear to call. hissing yeah. or other visible smell, I guess, <laughs> smell. possibly. So yeah. it's never happened, so yeah. we, we want it yeah. to stay that way. But anyhow, we're digressing a little bit. Uh, when I got out of college, I interviewed with Texas Eastern, believe it or not. Just uh, think what could have been. Yeah. Uh, that didn't wasn't a good fit. <laughs> they wanted me to work in the tax department and help them do their gigantic tax returns, which are a year-round deal. They had an army of people doing that. But nonetheless, so April is... Safe Digging Month. I say that right? Safe Digging Month. Yes, sir. It's National Safe Digging Month, but okay. we're certainly taking steps here at the local level and in the state to remind people to take those steps to protect underground utilities when they're doing work around the home. Um, you know, even even our contractors out there, our commercial folks, uh, have have certainly embraced and do a good job. But you know, we really want to circle back to those homeowners, those weekend warriors, those who are uh, now that springtime is coming, the weather is getting better, we're getting outside more, we have home improvement projects on our mind. Uh, whether it's just you know putting in a new mailbox, a fence, adding a room on to your home, or doing some work around the shop, um, anything that's going to you know involve digging into the soil even just over a few inches it's going to be extremely smart and productive to call mississippi 811 get somebody out there to locate any underground utilities that are there and uh get them marked and do your best to avoid them at all costs because uh that could result in you know uh, number one you could not be the most popular person in your neighborhood if you cut everybody's internet off (laughs) past you um, you could have damages to yeah. um, other infrastructure, injuries. Um, you could be fined if you're not following protocol. If you avoid calling, not calling 811 and you go out there and you start that and you hit a major uh, infrastructure component, uh, there's just a lot of reasons to take that few minutes, make that call, wait for the guys to come out there, do their markings You know, at least two days before you plan to dig and uh, then move forward with your activities. Well, you answer my next question. So dialing 811 essentially results in them scheduling uh, a visit to come out and see where you're going to dig, and then they mark the area to yeah, make they, sure you understand. And yeah. people that dig for a living know about that, or even if you don't, yeah. they, they help you with that. Yeah, so I mean, th- those guys have done a really good job, I think, mm-hmm. of trying to build customer awareness or, or you know, you know, make people aware of what the 811 program is all about. And you just call in, give them information about where you intend to dig, and they got some pretty sophisticated systems that help pinpoint where you're going to 
be conducting that activity. Just looking at your press release, 444,000 calls to 811 in 2020. In the state of Mississippi. That, that is was incredible. significantly from 2019. You know, COVID, a lot of people are at home. Hey, while we're here, let's do some uh, work around the house. So, yeah, 444,000, over 144,000 calls came into the 811 center, which resulted in, uh, what was it, almost 2.2 million locates to be done in the state. You know, folks, that's the folks you see putting up the yeah. flags or putting the paint out. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of activity going on out there. So you wonder how many accidents or bad outcomes were prevented as a result of that. Um, I don't have those numbers for 2020 just yet. And, Ricky, if you have any insight on that. Not the actual numbers, but third-party damage is the number one uh, cause of pipeline accidents Hmm. in the country. Wow. Not only in Mississippi, but in the country. And the root cause of that is because many times they failed to call 811. So it's easy. It is. And it, does it cost? You Not a dime. Doesn't cost it is, anything. It is paid for by the members of the 811 program. And in Mississippi, there's approximately 1,100 member utility operators gotcha. that, that support that service. And they're the ones that facilitate and fund the operations of it. So you as an individual, not a – not a. And you can dial it from anywhere, right? Yes, sir. You can do it online. The yeah. uh, okay. one, 811, hey, it's pretty easy. <laughs> Three numbers. Wow. And uh, you can submit uh, your, your locate request online. There may even be an app now. I'm not sure. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so there's a lot of different tools you can utilize online. Um, so there's a lot of methods that you can uh, partake on to, to get the information to them and get the information back to those locators and get them out there and you know, in, let you in get Mississippi, to work. Excuse me. Go ahead, Rick. And Mississippi 811 is the more of the call center where the number uh, the call go into. Yeah. And then Mississippi 811 dispatched those calls out to the utility mm-hmm. companies to go out and locate. So 811 would not be the one that located right. the utility companies that they contact. Okay, so they're just a dispatcher, their mm-hmm. coordinator, if you will. Yes. 811. Yes. Yes. So uh, reading further in your press release, Ricky, it says that your division, the Pipeline Safety Division, reported the lowest number of natural gas pipeline damage occurrences per thousand locates. At 3.83, the lowest in more than 10 years. Yes, we've we had a, a lot of success in getting the word out to to the public, general general public, and mm-hmm. uh, utility companies. And the message is very simple: uh, just call uh, before you dig. Call 811 before you dig. Wait the required time, which is 48 hours, to give utility companies time to come out and locate, and then dig with care. So we keep our message simple, and uh, and people seem to be uh, hearing that message and getting through. And it drives the number down. We had 3.8 in 2020, per th- that's per thousand locates, and then 3.9 the year before. So we've been on a on a downward trend in that number, which is a good thing for the last five years. And 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 and. The number of 3.8 in 2020 is the lowest it's been in 10 years. Hmm. Yeah. So, so the guys, message is getting out. Yeah, we're really proud of what the Pipeline Safety Division doing. It's a you know, public investment in a safety practice we're doing here at the PSC. Um, these guys not just enforce state law, but also federal law and federal provisions under the FEMSA, the Pipeline and Hazardous Materials Safety Act. Yes. Don't hmm. get that right. You know, big, you big federal acronym. <laughs> but these guys uh, help get 
help accomplish it, oversee those state and federal rules and regulations. And because of that, they're providing a great public service here in the state and protecting citizens and ensuring folks have that product, that commodity they mentioned, going to their homes, their businesses, their industries, and, and keep things going. And that really supports the economic you know, development of the state of Mississippi. Neil from McGee text in says, I used to run an oil exploration company. always had to contact 811. They were always very professional and easy to work with. Boom. So I wanted to, wanted to turn that over. Absolutely. Appreciate uh, it. Here's a question, let's see, from Danny and Starkbull. Does uh, 811 only locate city-county utilities? So I think, uh, Ricky, you said that you dis- they dispatch third parties, the appropriate third parties, I guess, right? Yes. So. Uh, actually, state law require uh, uh, any utility company, all utility companies, to be a member at Mississippi 811. Okay. Okay, so municipalities, uh, that's members, and that's, I'm sure 99% of them are members, and they come out and locate their own utilities. Not Mississippi 811, but mm-hmm. the city would come out and locate their utilities. Any other utility that's in that city would be located as well. Got you. Well... So it's uh, just want to say as part of Safe Digging Month, uh, the governor has issued a proclamation recognizing it is Safe Digging Month in the state of Mississippi. And 811 is, has sort of put out that challenge to mayors around the state as well. And they've got a really good response. You know, so that kind of raises the awareness within city government and municipal-owned services to be protective and uh, engage their citizens to call in as well. And April is the month we really focus on that. It is. You know, spring, folks are getting back out, so it's really the time to try to avoid uh, those types of damages and situations. Commissioner, Ricky, thanks so much for coming in today. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Spread the word. We sure will. Thanks a lot. (laughs) We'll be right back here on the JT Show. Stay with us. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. You know, when reality sets in and you hear those words, we're moving, creates lots of emotions. 
Gallo here. Been there, done that. No matter the reasons, you want two things, don't you? Sell it for the highest price and sell it as fast as possible. Lee Garland, the Garland Group of EXP Realty, they've got it down to a science of success. From professional agents with thousands of active buyers to a Garland Group guarantee to sell your home quickly and for the top dollar. Just ask Bob and Sharon who heard the words, we're moving. They called and the Garland Group of EXP Realty went to work with an explosive marketing campaign, including a professionally produced virtual tour. Their home sold in just days and for $2,500 over the list price. Lee Garland gives you the options like instant cash offer with no showings, no repairs or hassles, just cash. So after you utter the words, we're moving, call my friend Lee Garland on the Garland Group of EXP Realty. 601-983-1130 and check them out online at LeeWillBuyIt.com That's LeeWillBuyIt.com At Fillmore Buick GMC we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it, let's hear it. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back. The JT Show continues. Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio on this. Hump day. We're getting a lot of grief over our comments about uh, labor unions. Which is kind of silly because Mississippi is a right-to-work state. If you're in a union and you're getting benefits, good for you. You can work the same job and not have to pay the union. Yeah, and uh, on the 662, we, we did get uh, a rather long text about that, and and uh, this individual is is boasting about their benefits, their pay, their their vacation, uh, in particular their medical insurance, and says, "I bet it's way more than the union dues that you pay." So that it may be so, but the consumers make no mistake are paying for all those benefits, and folks that are out of work are paying for them because many companies have sought to avoid those outrageously high uh, costs of labor, which includes benefits, which are now a major cost of labor. Major cost. And going up by the day. 25%, 30%. 
of labor costs. So when you look to hire somebody and you think about, well, this is the amount I'm going to pay them as a base pay or an hourly wage or a salary, you got to add a significant amount, especially if they're union workers, because of the benefits that have been negotiated by the unions. And this is why you're going to see more and more automation, elimination of jobs, and more jobs flee the country. already happened in a big way. And consumers, will, well, they pay the price. It's just built into the cost of the product. So, I look, I think it's great that if, if uh, folks well, with organize, this example, it's 50 bucks a month. Okay, that's 600 bucks a year you could have in your pocket with the same job without paying the union. Because Mississippi's right to work. They can't condition your employment on whether or not you join the union. Right. By the way, I don't get any vacation or, <laughs> or any medical insurance. I pay for it all out of my pocket. Zero. That's fine. I agree to that. No big deal. So, uh, but there are a lot of people that make their decision on that basis. I just think about running my own company, and I, I wouldn't have done it, frankly, if it would have been unionized and I had to deal with union bosses on a regular basis. I would have been far less profitable just because I would have been consumed with that rather than building value and making my company profitable. So it, I haven't seen... Uh, a push to unionize the, the sort of the professional uh, kind of typically what are considered white-collar type professional occupations. Not as prevalent. I, I'm not aware of any of it in my, in my industry, in the IT industry. And of course, the pay is significantly higher than what this, this texter uh, sends us. And it's just a function of the market. The demand for labor in that industry gr- dramatically, grossly exceeds the supply. Oh, yeah. I mean, you go back, gosh, more than 15 years ago when I was in high school and you had people talking about entry-level positions in Silicon Valley and the working conditions sounded like a dream job for a high school kid where, yeah, you're in a cubicle, but you don't have a chair. you got a bean bag, And at the end of every aisle, <laughs> there's, a, there's a break room with a fridge stock full of Red Bull and candy and cookies. And that was Microsoft. Yeah. I've, I've witnessed it. I've seen it. But you also worked 80, 90 hours a week, and the payoff was you could pay in cash for your BMW. That's very correct. Yeah, there weren't really any hours. But most people in that, in that industry, they never leave their work. I, I never did. It's 724. Never. Because if you leave it, your competition is kicking your rear. You don't go in, I start on this time, and I leave at this time, and, and any time b- between there, I don't work. I'm just, I'm disconnected. You want to succeed in that industry? You better be connected. You better be working seven days a week, 24 hours a day. I can't tell you the number of times, like on a Sunday, I go to church and go straight to my office and stay there sometimes till midnight working. Sleep four or five hours maybe, and then get up the next day and do it again. And I'm not complaining about it. Let me be clear. I signed up for it. Totally signed up for it. I fully acknowledge it. I accept it. It was, it was just understood. And it would be me in the building by myself. Countless times. I signed up for it. Don't, not complaining. But at that point, you know that delayed gratification thing? Which I thought was a key tenet of the American dream doesn't sound like it anymore. 
it's certainly something that almost all successful entrepreneurs understand. But when that time came to reap the rewards of those efforts and those risks and those sacrifices, don't come at me and say I didn't earn it and that I don't pay enough taxes. That's nonsense. Don't accept that. So, while there, you know, other people, that's fine. That's what makes the world work. They, they're not into that level of effort. They don't want that level of sacrifice. It's, that's fine. It doesn't make you a lesser person. Just because I did doesn't make me a greater person. It, but you reap what you sow. Individual responsibility and personal liberty. That's all there is. And the market is the only fair arbiter of compensation. The, uh, not the government, the market. Consumers, m- money is mobile. Consumers will make their decisions. You, uh, you don't serve them, don't provide value, they don't spend money. Of course, at the rate we're going, who knows? We could have, <laughs> we could have a situation where government dictates what you can buy, from whom, and at what price, which is the essence of socialism. That is central planning of an economy in a nutshell. And that's what we're seeing, which is what bothers me about this, um, this Democrat spending bill. I'm, I'm looking right now, the news is now, is that there are 21 Democrats that are seeking this recurring payment concept. You know that's coming. It's what they want, just to pay people. Where's the incentive to work if you know you're going to get paid if you don't? What happened to that? I, I, I don't get it. I don't get where that ends. I don't get how society is better off for that. And by the way, this, this idea, this notion being advanced, being promoted, that we're going to pay for this gargantuan spending by taxing corporations and the wealthy, that's really not what the purpose of the taxes that is being promoted are. You see, you've seen it from many Democrats. It's about achieving equity. It's about making sure the most successful in society are cut down to size. They are normalized back into the, the sort of the average wage earner. You can't get ahead. We can't let that happen. Once you do, we got to pull you back. And we're going to do that through wealth confiscation, income taxation, and the like. That's the goal. The, the purpose of these tax increases, it's got nothing to do with funding government and spending. If it did, it would be a zero-sum game. It's not. It doesn't even come close to covering it. Raising corporate taxes from 21 to 28 percent will produce about $65 billion a year. I'm not saying that's jump change, but it, it's really nothing in the scheme of things when you think about, what, $250 billion of fraud just in over the last year? Fraud embedded in all these, this crazy spending? Payments, unemployment, compensation, etc. That's what the estimate is now. $250 billion. 
$65 billion in a $4.5 trillion budget. That ain't even petty cash. So the idea that that'll pay... So now the idea is, well, we're going to have to do that for 15 years so we can pay for eight years of so-called infrastructure. That math doesn't work either, but they won't come clean and explain it. And, and that's what's disturbing, because the average person out there just believes all that. It's just not true. We'll take a short break right here. We'll come back with more on the JT Show. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com COVID. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt is your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Right now, Hartley has Xmark and Skag zero-turn mowers marked way, way down. And they're offering 0% interest financing. Hartley carries a full lineup of steel and Echo products, too. Come by and see TJ or Scott and let them help you upgrade your lawn equipment. Hartley also has you covered for all your landscape supply needs, including sod, longleaf pine straw, mulch, bulk soils, rock, and much more. Is your lawn in need? 
need of a grass makeover? Give Hartley a call and talk to Tyler or Matthew about all the different varieties of sod they have to offer, including Bermuda, Centipede, Zoysia, and St. Augustine. Hartley's rental department also has the perfect machine to help with all that yard work, too. Many excavators, skid steers, tractors, zero turns, tillers, and more available for rent. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with all the latest specials Hartley has to offer. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The severe weather moving through northeast Mississippi has caused some damage to homes, downed trees, and created flooding problems in Monroe County. That same system caused damage to Vardaman's High School, Junior High, and Elementary School in Calhoun County. Thankfully, there are no reports of any injuries at this point. Governors are being urged to reinstate mask mandates and other COVID restrictions to stave off what President Joe Biden is calling a possible fourth surge of COVID. Dr. Mark Horn is the president of the State Medical Association. Personally, at our our hospital, we've seen a dramatic decrease. And when I talk to Dr. Thomas Dobbs most Friday afternoons, we've been talking about the numbers going down. And when you look at the numbers across the state, they are improving. There may be certain localities in the state that are having little minor outbreaks and flare-ups, but uh, no, the state as a whole is doing great. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hi folks, this is Will Primos. I'm back on the radio again to talk about an issue that I'm passionate about and to rally all of you who love the great outdoors to take action. The Mississippi House of Representatives recently passed landmark legislation, House Bill 1231, which would allow our state to invest in wildlife conservation, leverage additional matching funds, and is a true game changer for Mississippi. But the Mississippi Senate gutted the bill, provided no money, and excluded conservation groups from participating in the program. I'm surprised that the Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman doesn't support using proceeds from sales of hunting and fishing equipment towards this quality of life issue, which impacts the future of all Mississippians. If you love the great outdoors and you agree with me, call Lieutenant Governor Hoseman at 601-359-3200 and ask him to provide a real dedicated source of revenue to invest in conservation efforts. It's common sense to support the great outdoors, the state's most valuable resource. This message paid for by Will Primos. In a world full of noise, devastating the latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. Properly set all controls before recording. All systems go. Now, now, now back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, I like that one. I saw the world rushing all around your face. We are back on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Mission 
Let's see. This is an interesting one here. Can y'all have Sheriff Randy come out again to show us what three ounces of pot looks like since New York just passed recreational marijuana? Hmm. Yes, they did. They uh, expect to raise a bunch of money from it as well. I don't remember the figures. A few hundred million, I want to say, comes to mind. On the C Spire text line from the 662 area, there are many job openings in my location. I have three that I'm trying to fill. Crazy everyone is used to these government handouts and would rather get money for nothing than go to work. The jobs are there. We just can't get anybody to fill the positions. Appreciate that. Cuomo's office predicts annual tax revenues from legal weed sales could bring in $350 million a year and 60,000 jobs to the state. So that's that's now let's be clear uh, the spot the bed the blah, 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 the general fund budget in the state of New York eighty billion hundred billion look that up I think so it's peanuts again you see that I want to say maybe California is a hundred and ten billion. Uh, let's see the quickest ones I could find were fiscal year twenty sixteen. Uh, total government spending in New York increased to $143.9 billion. That may include the federal piece of it as well. I'm not sure if that's the state's general fund. But nonetheless, it's a big number. Just for perspective, Mississippi's is six. Yeah, it's based on population, of course. So, yeah. But I'm hearing the same thing. Uh, David says we ought to play money for nothing and chicks for free. Except it's not a one-hit wonder. <laughs> Dire Straits had more than that. But that's a good one. A good one, for sure. Um, well, let's see. Looking for a couple of other things here. But I, I'm hearing the same thing, uh, the exact same thing. Let's see. I'm sorry to uh, scrolling through here. <coughs> for rhino's eyes only. Sorry, Rusty from Greenville. We all see it. Play old Mickey. That'll make his ears bleed. I would be the, the his. Please don't play that. That was a one-hit wonder, I think, was it not? Tony Basil. That's right. The video, of course. Not to be confused with Tony Tony. Correct. Gotcha. Good one. Earlier I said it was CNN that was um, pointing fingers at Mississippi with respect to cases going up. I was corrected. I'm sorry about that. Jim from Ripley says it's NBC that said it. Just wanted to get that right. CNN's the ones that said you can't determine a baby's gender at birth. Correct. Tell, I read that yesterday. Share that with our audience there, Rhino. Basically, CNN ran an article, and at the very bottom, they said that doctors don't know what they're talking about. You can't assign gender at birth. There's no way that you can tell what a baby's gender would be. That is the insanity of the world in which we live today. According to CNN, gender is not determined once a child is born. Of course, it's determined before the child is born. What am I saying? But I think their specific statement was it can't be determined at birth, right? Right. And why why do we spend time on that? Why are we so obsessed with that? I, you know, I know you said it's the dopamine factor 
What? How is that improving society, this country, our world? I don't get it. Why the obsession with that? Why are we more about, again, what a person is rather than who they are? Scott Rankin County says, I might not be a doctor, but I was in the delivery room with the, with the birth of both of my girls, and the moment they were born, I could tell they were girls. It ain't rocket science. I agree with you, Scott. We're just obsessed with it. Does this mean no more gender reveal parties? I think uh, there was a group... Considering the amount of deaths that have occurred with gender reveal parties, I'm surprised the Democrats haven't tried to ban them. Uh, exactly. Uh, what fires started and the like from getting out of hand, gender Oh yeah, reveal. wildfires, cannon explosions, shrapnel wounds. We did a story on that a few months ago, not, not the uh, catastrophes which ensued, but we did talk about how gender reveal parties, I, I think, now are considered some ism or istic or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Somebody's mad about them, doesn't want people to do them anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, if you can't tell a baby's gender at birth, then they're transphobic at least. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Oh, gosh. CNN doesn't realize you can just look. Boy, I would have hated to have been a fly on the wall on their wedding night. <laughs> So the, um, so the deal is, I think what CNN is saying, which has become an accepted, almost uh, widely accepted concept in our society, is that your gender is not based on any biology or science. It's based on how you feel, how you identify. I get that right? Isn't that kind of the... That's about as logical as you could put it. As, as illogical as the whole situation is. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Mo says, these lunatics believe a scientist can predict the temperature in 100 years, but don't believe in biology. It, there does seem to be a conflict. Uh, well, I, I've said it before. How in the world can we ever achieve some degree of alignment and unity and consensus when we can't agree on something as fundamental as gender? Where do you start when you can't get past that? Well, I think therein lies the rub. You've got a vast majority of Americans that think this is insanity, but a sizable portion won't admit that to themselves or, or tuck it deep, deep down because the political party with their preferred letter next to it panders to the infinitesimally small percentage of people that have the mental deficiency to believe they are the other gender. Yeah. But the fact that this... We don't let kids go chop off their legs because they think they're mermaids. <laughs> That's a good one. So, but you remember we, we shared a story about one of the uh, schools, public schools in this country, that was teaching kindergartners that your gender is for you to decide that that has not been confirmed, affirmed, it's not been established. You get to pick. Teaching kindergartners this. This same school, you recall, was also teaching fifth graders about the, the concerns, uh, should they have concerns about the nuclear family 
and uh, and all the, all those within a same, I guess, biological family assembling and living together. I mean, it's just nuts. I don't even know how to describe it, and I'm I'm paraphrasing it a bit, but it was something to that effect. They wanted fifth graders to think about our society being organized across single nuclear families. Why would you do that to a fifth grader? I mean, did they go home and question, you know, I'm not sure, mom and dad, if you're fortunate enough to have a mom and dad, or two parents. I'm not sure if I need to be here, because, you know, there's a problem with the nuclear family. Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, what do you think about our society being organized into separate nuclear family units? That was the question posed of fifth graders. And they maintained that the BLM organization seeks to disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family, though we found out in doing a little research on that, they've removed that from their website, which is a little weird. David in Madison says, yeah, you remember the old Almond Joy commercial? I do. Remember the jingle. Now that's in my head. Thanks, David. My friend here. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Yeah. You just identify with whatever kind of candy bar you want to be. Oh, my gosh. So my children are confused. They're not actually what the ultrasound told me they are. It is crazy. I, again, the, the big thing to me is, how is this helping anything or anybody? I, somebody needs to explain that to me, because it's lost on me. It really is. I'm all for treating people that have issues with this. There's a, there's a, a name for it. I don't remember. Gender dysphopia or something like dysmorphia. that. Dysmorphia. Dysmorphia. Body okay. dysmorphia. There you go. I, and, and look, I'm all for them getting whatever help they need, and... And they're free to choose whatever they want. But There's a difference in respecting somebody and having to buy into their fantasy. It's a good point. A distinction. We'll come back. We've got a break right here. Stay with us. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs. From decadent to affordable, you never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the N stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Mia Bellas and the Great American Cookies turning 65 or new to Medicare? Get a $0 premium Medicare plan. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Humana can help making getting care more affordable with our $0 premium plans. You'll enjoy all the benefits you've come to expect and more. Your dollar already has enough to do. Helping you with the budget is only right. To learn more, call 601-605-5130 to speak to your local Humana sales agent. 
Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Checking for sensitive crops before spraying a herbicide is always a good bet, but for some applicators, it's also the law. Anyone spraying over-the-top Picamba herbicides is legally required to document that they checked a sensitive crop registry for the area surrounding the field and keep that documentation for two years. While some state and crop-specific registries exist, for most applicators, this requirement will be met by one company, FieldWatch, a nonprofit formed nearly a decade ago to alert applicators to specialty crops, organic crops, and eventually beehives, is eager to expand to help row crop farmers tackle an increasingly complicated landscape of herbicide-tolerant crops. This season, soybean acres alone will range from 2,4-D tolerant in list, Decamba tolerant extend and extend flex, glyphosate tolerant Liberty Link GT27 and list and extend flex, as well as glyphosate tolerant Roundup Ready 2. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Supertalk Mississippi Agri News Network. When it comes to growing cotton, I'm looking for results. That's why I choose the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. The powerful combination of Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton and Extendamax Herbicide with Vapor Grip technology means I'm getting built-in pest protection and an increased spectrum of control of insects like bullworms and tobacco budworm on top of effective weed control. That adds up to stronger yield potential. In fact, Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton showed an 87 pound per acre advantage on average versus top planted phytogen varieties. It's no wonder the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System is the number one choice for so many of us. For me, the choice is easy. I choose results. I choose the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Yield claims are based on 2017 to 2019 Bayer trials. Extendamax is a restricted use pesticide. Check with your state pesticide regulatory agency for specific restrictions in your state. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Come on. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, here's more. Okay. Back with you on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks to the uh, listener who inspired that tune. Appreciate that. Getting my head. Can't get it out now. Nice. (laughs) You're just going to have a whole mashup of catchy tunes in your head today. (laughs) Yeah. Folks, coming up tomorrow here at Super Talk, we have a day of gratitude. We'll celebrate that. We'll look back on how our lives have changed since the COVID pandemic hit and I like the good that came out of these trying times. We focus so much on the bad, and I admit I get pulled into that as well. Uh, from our frontline workers, 
of doctors and nurses, our teachers across the state that didn't allow our children to fall behind, to everyone across the state that helped a neighbor. That's uh, a day of gratitude starting Thursday here on Super Talk Mississippi. And I must also announce, for the benefit of our audience, I sure hope you'll tune in tomorrow. We have a special guest coming in at 1020 once the show gets cranked up. It's my daughter, Alex. She's going to join us in the studio. She's a teacher, of course. I've mentioned that before on the program. But she's going to come in and talk about her experience as a teacher and what that's been like over the past year. And Alex, is uh, you'll see, is extremely passionate and committed to teaching youngsters. And I can assure you that she... She teaches English, and she's a fantastic English teacher, but she's also known to insert some, some instruction and some information about life and about our country. She always makes a point to call attention to 911 when the uh, kids are in school on that day, and so many are just uh, were born after that, of course, and they don't know anything about it, and it, and it doesn't get it doesn't get uh, discussed enough in those environments, and she, she talks about it. She's also very proud of her, her grandfather that uh, on her mother's side, who was a, a decorated World War II veteran, and really cool story about that. But she's, um, she recognizes that those service, the service of those in the armed forces and what that means to our country. So she is... Uh, She's a good person, very proud of her. She aspires, I think, to move up in the education world and ultimately be a, a principal, maybe even a superintendent. She would be excellent at it, I think. But hope you'll tune in for that. Really appreciate it. So Larry and Jackson says, a lot of kindergartners I know identify as a dinosaur. I hear you, Larry. That's, that's fine. That's cool. That's great. But, but we're not going to let them go to the tattoo artist to get scales tattooed all over their body. <laughs> exactly. That's the difference. That's the key distinction. That's fine. Wonder what the women's NIT, this is from Bill and Brandon, will look like next year if a team decides to have four or five transgender guys playing. I mean, that's the problem. Of course, Governor Nome up in South Dakota finally did issue an executive order. We talked about the story there where she did not sign the bill sent to her, similar to our Fairness Act here in Mississippi, and some other states have adopted similar legislation. So we got a story here that our friend Will made us aware of, and it's about a Robin Hood trader that has learned upon receiving their information from the Robin Hood trading system, their, their tax-related information, that they owe $800,000, even though this trader who transacted in $45 million of trades and netted 45000 off of that, 1%. That's a lot profit. of work for not that much profit. It, it is. And that's because of what this person was doing. So what happened is there's a rule called the WASH rule, which basically says if you're going to make a trade in a similar security in order to 
recognize a loss of that secu- on that security to offset your profit, you've got to hold it at least 30 days. And this trader was not doing that, so the significant losses that were incurred to offset the gains did not apply in this particular year, and, and thus um, have a big, big old dead gum tax liability. Obviously, doesn't have eight hundred thousand dollars. No, he that. started the account last year with thirty thousand dollars, and he was trading up to two million dollars worth a day. It ain't for the faint of heart. It ain't for people that really don't know what they're doing. Not to that level of volume. I, I'm still trying to figure out how he got enough margin to do forty-five million dollars worth of trades. You just must be trading at a very high rate of speed in and out in and out and that's you got burned hmm interesting it is time for a break the noon hour is upon us we've got news coming at you and then right afterwards we've got tim moore president ceo of the mississippi hospital association we'll discuss the medicaid technical bill medicaid expansion we'll be right back You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. News. I'm Lillian Wu. President Biden said to lay out his $2 trillion plus plan to help fix the infrastructure to put the bill hiking the corporate tax rate and then imposing the so-called Amazon tax, which is a minimum tax on reported company profits. Amazon and other big companies pay zero federal taxes in recent years, despite the fact that they reported billions in profit. And the White House contends that it would take 15 years of corporate tax hikes to cover the one-time infrastructure spending. Fox's Susan Lee, the man accused in the beating of an Asian-American woman Monday in New York City in a widely seen video was arrested overnight. He's identified as Brandon Elliott. He was convicted in 2002 of murdering his mother, stabbing her to death when he was 19 years old. But you know, instead of being in prison, Elliot was was out on what's called lifetime parole. Fox's Eric Sean, America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. 
I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Stimulus payments for Social Security recipients and other federal beneficiaries that don't normally file a tax return will be processed this weekend. The majority of those payments will be sent electronically. The IRS says most should be received by April 7th. If you've had trouble making ends meet because of COVID, there is help. Mississippi Home Corporation will be administering $186 million, which can be used for rental assistance as well as utilities, including electricity, gas, water, and sewer, trash removal, and home energy costs. Eligible households may receive up to 15 months of assistance. To find out how to apply, visit supertalk.fm. A two-month extension on the Paycheck Protection Program has been signed by President Biden. In the last two months, we've approved forgivable loans for 3,600 small businesses, 600,000 small businesses. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day to day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. There's not a lot that's free in life. I mean, it costs to bring you into this world and when you leave it and everything in between. Well, there is something free and valuable to your well-being, and that's for you to call 811 before you dig, pull stumps, erect a mailbox, dig a post, or start a garden. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Technology is making a huge impact in the utility sector. Anthony Wilson, the president of Mississippi Power, says it allows them to switch power back on without any human intervention which is a huge deal in terms of how fast your power gets back on when somebody runs into a pole, for example, or lightning strikes or any of those things. It's clearly not going to make the repair, but what it does do is it isolates that incident. So customers on either side of it can get their power back much, much faster. In an interview on the Ben Shapiro Show on Super Talk Mississippi, Douglas Carswell, the president of the Mississippi Center for Public Policy, said America is at a critical juncture. If the radical left get their way in D.C., they reduce America to being just another overtaxed, overregulated country. And if that happens, it's not just going to be a catastrophe for hundreds of millions of Americans. I think it will be a disaster for humankind. I'm Kelly Bennett. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. Taz Nieder Hour, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. 
To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Who are you? Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. music on this one hit wonder Wednesday. That would be Journey, Steve Perry, of course. Everybody should know by now. Very good music. One of my favorites. and That's good. have had the honor of seeing them in person. Unfortunately, I couldn't afford it when Steve Perry was playing with them, but I've seen them uh, four times since with Arnell Panetta. Anyhow, uh, joining us now in the studio, Tim Moore, President and CEO of the Mississippi Hospital Association. Afternoon, Tim. Thanks for coming in. Afternoon, Gerard. Thank you. So I guess uh, right out of the chute here, big news from the uh, industry's perspective, the healthcare industry's perspective, in particular the hospitals, is the finally we have a signed Medicaid technical bill. Thank goodness. Yeah, because otherwise, what, what would have happened, Tim, if it if we wouldn't have gotten that done? The the governor takes over. It, it, it of course is a a division of the governor's office, so yep. uh, you would assume that that would be what would happen because that statute would really be gone. Yeah, it would just sunset. So you know what would really happen? I don't think anybody has really dug yeah. into it. Had happened, right? It has not happened. Yeah. Uh, unprecedented. We were very, very unprecedented. We were very <laughs> concerned earlier in the uh, session that that might be the case. It was uh, a lot of struggle and seemed like to get folks together and get them on the same page, but they did. And, yeah. And my, hey, look, uh, compliments to the chairman. They worked hard. They put a lot of hours in this. Um, they put a lot of hours prior to the session in it. And then, of course, when they got together, they, there's always differences of opinions. Sure. But uh, they worked hard and, and put a lot of time in. We do appreciate their effort for it, both Chairman Blackland and uh, Chairman Hood. And it's a it's a it's a big piece of legislation. It's, <laughs> it's very complicated. State it's and long. federal money, about seven billion dollars. Yeah, so and uh, it's big. It it uh, bears repeating that seven billion dollars combined state and federal money Correct. exceeds the general fund budget of six billion and change. That's correct. Which is, uh, I think, often comes as a shock to many in Mississippi. They don't realize just how big Medicaid is and that as a as a line item, if you will, as a major category, it is number two in terms of state spending only to uh, education, education, which is number one. Correct. And I, I'm not sure what funding this year looks like. Haven't uh, had uh, Chairman Hobbs on to talk about that, but I know he's been cranking out the appropriations uh, bill, and absolutely, and uh, a big part of that, of course, is Medicaid. But it, our share of, at the state level, usually is around these days a billion dollars. Yeah, nine hundred million short, just short of billion dollars this year. And, and thank goodness to um, the changes in the FMAP, right, uh, or, or the federal match, federal money match. Uh, it uh, continues to each up just a little bit. 
And it looks like we'll have uh, – I read a report the other day that uh, Biden had said that the emergency relief money would be in effect uh, through the end of March 22. So 22. that's an extra 6.2% on top of RF map, uh, which RF map is actually bumping up again a little bit in October. Um, you know, that's <laughs> if there's a benefit to being the poorest state in the country, that's it. And, and that's, that's, what and that's we why sh- we get it. That's what we should point out is that that federal match, which is, I think, by federal law, a minimum 50 percent, I that's believe. Correct. That's great. And I don't know that there's a max on I it. I think is there, there is a max, uh, but I, evidently that's going to be waived under this emergency. Right. I think 83 percent may be the actual. Uh, it's, that number does kind of stick in my head mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. but. Mississippi, unfortunately, if you look at it that way, has the distinction of having the highest federal match for as long as I can remember that being tracked. <laughs> long time. Uh, okay. Kind of neck and neck with New Mexico, West Virginia, Louisiana, South Carolina. South Carolina yep. yep. Um, so and that's based on uh, the poverty rates, is it not? That's it's based correct. on per capita income that's and correct. so forth. Right. Yep. That's what it's based on. So when you have the 50th uh, per capita income, you would, uh, of course, understand and assume that you'd have the highest federal match based on that. So, and typically, what goes along with that, because you are talking about an impoverished area, you're talking about higher health care cost. Yeah, right. That's, that's Those work that, hand in hand too. They don't work they? hand in hand. Just that works. It's it's kind of a, a double whammy, if you will, in that respect. Right. And exactly right. and so what we want is for people to move up the economic ladder and not have to rely on Medicaid for health care and also. Uh, be healthier. Yeah. Uh, well, Jordan, you know, also you got to keep in mind, too, that over 50% of the recipients of Medicaid are children. Right. So it's going to be hard to move them up till we move the parents up. Yeah. And and many of those parents are not covered. Right. Under any kind of coverage. Right. Uh, the mothers may have been when they were expecting, but uh, that rolls off pretty quick after right. it happens. So uh, we have to keep that, uh, that in mind. And then, of course, we've got a large population, our nursing home population. Makes up the biggest biggest part of it. And you know, we got to looking actually one time at how many of the Medicaid recipients actually could be expected to work, and it's it's um, between six and ten percent at the most. Yeah, it's it's a small. So I think oh, no. without expansion, Correct. which is a, a hot topic of discussion, it is a hot topic. That's that, a good one. It stays yeah. on the on the radar there. That I think that's largely understood, misunderstood, uh, Tim. There's a perception out there that that Medicaid is uh, a program for uh, all takers of poor people in all classes, and that's not actually true. They're the specific covered groups that are covered by base Medicaid. I'll see if I can get this right, but children, the the, the biggest demographic, the biggest component of that, and then the, uh, the indigent elderly. That's correct. Uh, which, it is my understanding, consume the most costs. They would. As a group out they of would. Medicaid. As we all do at end of life. Unless sure. you have some catastrophic event at birth or you have some congenital defect at birth that causes increased cost in a younger adult, um, the, by far, your elderly population is always your health care cost. Right. And then the other groups, uh, disabled, yep. blind, and uh, expectant mothers. That's right. I think that may be all of them, That's right? pretty much it. There, there is a small group there of caregivers yeah. that are limited That's uh, right. by poverty, but that's the only one. Yeah. You did so, good. So, okay, well, thanks. Uh, <laughs> um, so expansion, what that would mean is that a, so-called able-bodied adults, I think that's the language that I typically see right. used to describe, they would qualify for uh, Medicaid provided that their income 
their household income is below 138 percent of the federal poverty level. That's what expansion would do. And so, uh, you know, I've seen, Tim, numbers that uh, vary on how many would uh, that would make eligible. But somewhere between 150,000 and 250,000 normally are the numbers. And I'm not sure we know exactly, right? That's no, part of the issue. I, you, I think you're right on target there. We usually say that that's a pretty good range. Um, I often limit it at 200,000. I don't really think it's going to exceed that. And we've seen them everywhere from, uh, from 100,000 to 300,000. Right. But I really think our numbers, if you look at all the studies and combine them, it makes more sense that it's somewhere in the range that you gave. Okay. So, and those would be individuals that uh, would have income. Well, it'd be a household. It could, their correct. household that's income correct. is used as the measurement, as the qualification, that's I believe, correct. right? And that's so, correct. and just for uh, clarification, 138% of the federal poverty level for an individual is about $17,000. Just, just a little over $17,000. That's okay. correct. And I know the federal government publishes those guidelines on what the federal poverty level is based on the number in a household. That's correct. So that's how that works. Now, contrast that to the Affordable Care Act, so-called Obamacare, where an individual can purchase or, or a family can purchase coverage on the exchanges, and those subsidies of premiums are available to those with household incomes between 100% of the federal poverty level and 400%. Except, in the recent $1.9 trillion, as I like to say, American Rescue Plan passed, the, the, the ceiling on that was lifted. Mm-hmm. The, no longer at 400% of the federal poverty level. Correct. And so for an individual, that's what, 60000 bucks somewhere in that? Yeah. 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 Um, and then and the other thing is that it's, I think, misunderstood a lot, Tim. I'll try to explain it. You correct me if I'm wrong here. But the subsidies are not a set dollar amount against the premium cost, nor are they a percentage of the premium cost. Rather, they're designed to limit the amount of a a person's income or a family's household income they would pay for insurance. And that is limited. That expendable percentage. So it basically says if you make $100,000 a year, your household, I I think prior to this recent law passed, the stimulus bill, 9.8% 9.8% is the number that's, that kind of sits in my head. So $9,800 would be the most you pay right. for insurance. Right. But that was reduced to 8.5%. That's correct. Right? So. And the emergency relief, yeah. Right. So, anyhow, and, and, uh, you can stay through the break, right? Sure. Yeah, I'm sorry sure. to consume the segment. Talk. I, no, I kind of wanted to. Le- I wanted yeah. to level set with that, and sure. then we're going to come and talk about Medicaid expansion, et cetera. Awesome. That good. This sounds good to me. Tim Moore is our guest. He's the president, CEO of the Mississippi Hospital Association. Stay with us. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry. Be happy. I'm not worried. I'm happy. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? 
Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture. With all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving, the farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. It's so awesome! You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Come on! Let's get on with the show! Yay. On Super Talk Mississippi. good one the tubes that's a great video too isn't it that's one of those 80s songs like 
What do the lyrics mean there? Is there some underlying message? <laughs> Pretty cool, though. We've got Tim Moore, President and CEO of Mississippi Hospital Association. So, Tim, uh, thanks for coming in. We're talking about the getting this Medicaid technical bill, so that sounds like that's done. And, and I know there's some members of the legislature that feel like they should have had some more time to review and read that. And that's uh, valid. I it think is. it's a concern. Yeah. It is. And, you know, we were just talking about this. It's a $7 million budget item, federal and state money. So you get concerned and you want time to look at it. Uh, many of those members have hospitals in their districts and they want to be able to say, look, I looked at it. It looks good. Yeah. And I want to move forward. So I don't blame them for that. Uh, I will uh, mention a couple things that uh, we always worry about our rural hospitals and where we're headed. So some of the work that was done going into the session and then and taken care of in the session yeah. was to move our rural hospitals hospitals that are 50 beds and under to 101% of cost payment okay. uh, for Medicaid outpatient. Okay. That's going to be a tremendous boost to our, hmm. our rural hospitals because hmm. that's that's an issue. Volume is an issue in rural hospitals, but you want that access to care in rural areas. Sure. You don't want to give that up. So when you put that on a cost basis, uh, that's going to work and help an awful lot for them. Another one was physician um, UPL. UPL is the upper payment limits. That's the difference in what Medicaid would pay and what Medicare would pay. Okay. So we've been doing that with hospitals for uh, many, many years. That was uh, actually a, a, a point of, uh, of of contention back in the assessment days, whether it was a tax or an assessment and all this, and hospitals yep. pay for that themselves. Uh, so. Uh, adding a physician UPL and an ambulance UPL is going to help offset some of those costs to both uh, the physicians, particularly employed physicians by hospitals, and then also running ambulance services. So, I mean, some really, really good things that that's not going to cost a, a, a terrible amount of money when you look in a $7 billion budget. Yeah. But it's things that are going to affect the operations of the hospitals and, and keep them in much, much better financial shape. You know, the thing that I think from a consumer perspective – that is is just such a challenge, and and I don't know how much this is understood, but healthcare's got to be the only commodity that is uh, consumed, where there are multiple prices for the same commodity. Yeah, it'd be yeah. like walking into the McDonald's and there being four prices for a Big Mac, depending yeah. on who's paying and 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 the route of the service and the payment therefore, um, and so. It's it's so dead gum complicated, and all you gotta do is get a bill, and you, and you're like, I don't even know what this means. It's so complicated, and I, I've had situations where I find out that I owe money, and it's not a lot of money. I mean, like less than a hundred dollars. Well, I wasn't trying to not pay you. I just didn't know I owed you. Exactly. You know, and it, exactly. so, and and these are challenges that I know the entire industry is working on, but Medicaid reimbursing at the lowest level. Medicare next, moving kind of up to tiers there, and then private coverage. And hospitals look at their revenue. This is why hospitals have armies of people to deal with just revenue. That's exactly right. It's complicated. It's very complicated. And and it's no longer the negotiation portion that one time there was. Basically, our our our, our larger insurance companies basically come in and say, okay, this is what we're going to pay, pay you. We're yeah. going to cut this over here, um, and it, it can be based on volume. It can be done this. There's not a lot of negotiation unless you just stand up and say, nope, I'm yeah. not doing it. Take, or me what, out. Take me out of the network. Or what you're going to pay for. Yeah. 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 So exactly. here's what we're going to exactly. pay for, and here's how much we're going to pay for it. And sometimes 
you get it, there's logic, and sometimes you scratch your head and say, that doesn't make sense why they wouldn't pay for that. Yeah, I so. can't make that work. Right. So, you know, we just have to deal with that. We will. We I know. What we do. All right, so Medicaid expansion, as we uh, suggested in the last segment, is uh, still kind of being bounced around, didn't get any traction, I think it's fair to say, in this session. But uh, Commissioner Mike Cheney, who's a, a friend of the program, friend of mine, friend of friend yours of as well, absolutely. and he did a, an extensive interview with uh, Mississippi Public Broadcasting, I think, mm-hmm. uh, I think published right. in uh, locally in the Clarion Ledger here. And he, so he was asked a, lo- a number of questions, and he, and he answered those, but He's making a case for Medicaid expansion. He is. Uh, we're excited to have uh, Commissioner Cheney um, speaking up about that. And, of course, you know, he did initially. Right, he spoke right. up on the front end and had a great plan uh, that was actually picked up by a number of other states and, and has been implemented and, right. and has worked well. So we appreciate him him stepping up and do that. And I'll agree with him. I think that uh, uh, he made a mention that the, the fallacy of the Mississippi Cares program that the hospitals put together was that the hospitals were being taxed. I, I completely agree. I don't think hospitals should have to be taxed to pay for money that they'd be they'd be paid. So that's uh, I appreciate him stepping up and, and saying a number of those things. You know, it's a complicated, a very complicated process. I know. Uh, and um, you know, we even had some confusion on some of the things when it first came out, and we started looking at it and. Uh, we first thought that um, they were actually, you know, the the way the plan is set up now is that the expansion population is funded by 90% federal money. Yeah. And the state puts up a 10%. Well, when we first read it, we were excited. We thought we was going to get a 95% increase, that it was going to go over there. Uh, but that we learned that that, of course, was not the case. Right. And it is actually a 5% bump in our FMAP. Which, if you stop and on, think about so it. So base Medicaid, essentially. On the base. The yeah. non-expansion yeah. population is where the 5% goes. That actually is more money to the state, because that population is a lot larger yeah. than the expansion population. So, you know, even – and hmm. we've been extremely conservative in our numbers and looking at, at what we potentially felt like it would bring to the state. And we – before we got any of these other reports, we had come up with about $300 million a year uh, for a total of $600 million for the first two years. If you look at the Kaiser report, Kaiser report went to uh, $690 million, and then we have seen others that have gone as high as, as $890 million. Yeah. Now, I think they're bringing in some other things. Uh, if you look at um, Louisiana, Louisiana actually pulled individuals that would qualify for their expansion population out of the Medicaid population, where they could get a bigger match gotcha. and put them over there. Gotcha. And I think that's part of what um, some of the other reports are taking into account, the opportunity to do that. The big uh, – you know the governor opposes this. He, he made sure. that very clear on the campaign trail. And the the big objection you hear on a regular basis is, well, what if the federal government pulls back from the 90% match, 90% funding on expansion, and pulls that back? That would mean that the that the funding owner um, would be on the state. So, what do you think about that? I mean, is is that is that a valid concern? Uh, I don't think it's any more valid concern than any of the other. Uh, federal money that we we take into the state. I think last time I checked, the uh, the state budget is about forty three percent or more dependent on federal funding. Yeah, I think it's actually maybe more than it, that, it's, but it's, it's a, a big little, chunk, a little out of that. It's not quite yeah. half, but right. it's getting real it's getting, close. Getting, getting close to that. Yep. So, what if they discontinue that funding? What are we going to do? 
Yeah, and so I, I, I would say this. I think there might be some valid reasons to, uh, to oppose Medicaid expansion, but I don't know that that's one of them. Yeah. Uh, well, and let's, let's let's go a little bit further in, in the proposal that we put out there that, that Mike was talking about, yeah. and that was that the hospitals were going to fund the, the, yep. the state portion. Well, there's no cost there. Uh, if the feds were to drop it, I don't think as long as, as there's Democratic representation in Washington, that will be changed. Now... I'm not sure there would be with Republican representation I, because you got 35 right. states, six states that would that had Republican collapse. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you have not seen any state come forward and say we're discontinuing Medicaid. Yeah, expansion. that's true. That's true. They're all making money off of it. It's always it's all been a positive thing. The the difference in the outcomes, if you start looking specifically back to health care as, as a public health issue, the outcomes for health care in those states have increased. The same thing in Mississippi. We desperately, we were just talking about that. We're the poorest and most unhealthy state out there. We need it more than any of them yeah. to look forward to, to doing that. And having the funding there now, uh, and I was thrilled the other day, I, I heard the governor say that we were running about $500 million ahead of projected yeah. revenues. So, I mean, we can't say we don't have the money anymore. I mean, we've got the money, but then we've got federal money that's going to pay for it over and above. The Democrats were about. clever when they inserted this incentive, because that's really what it is. It is. This additional match is. is just an incentive. They're trying to get universal Medicaid expansion, yep. 15 or so states, maybe a couple actually, of... Actually, there's only, uh, there was 14 states, okay. two that have not implemented yet. It's passed. But passed, right. That was Missouri and Oklahoma. And, Oklahoma. Yeah. and uh, 12 that have not passed it yet. Uh, which Mississippi's won. Mississippi's won. Texas, Florida, Georgia, I uh, think. Yeah. Alabama, I yep. mean uh, Mississippi, and of course you got uh, South Carolina and uh, it's Tennessee. In the SEC, in the SEC, and I think yeah. Wyoming. Yes. I think Wyoming. I think was you're right about that. Yeah, yeah. So, so the debate continues on. There, I think there are valid arguments on both sides, but the discussion needs to continue, and and hopefully it will. Well, Jordan, I think you know, we need to think about this from from the other perspective now. If let's just take let's take the healthcare side. You got about out. thirty seconds. Take the healthcare side out, and yeah. let's look at the economic impact of the state of Mississippi. I understand. You're looking at almost a billion dollars over two year period. What can we do with infrastructure and schools and gotcha. with a billion dollars? Appreciate thank you. you coming on, Tim. Man, thank you. Thanks Always a, lot, a pleasure. Man. Yeah, you bet. We'll be right back here on the JT Show. Stay with us. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. This month, we'll be celebrating the anniversary of our first year in business. My wife, Jane, never misses a chance to remind me how bad my timing was to open a retail gun store right at the start of a global pandemic. But thanks to many of you, we've had a great year. Plus, we've made a lot of new friends. We have ammo arriving daily, and you will find our prices to be the lowest in the area. We'll be offering specials all month to celebrate me proving my wife wrong. So I hope you'll come see us. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental, where we create a comfortable environment for our patients. Capital Dental offers general and family dentistry and teeth whitening. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an x This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 
0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. John and Corey Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company. Common sense often seems in short supply these days. Wasn't it Poppy who used to say, boys, you pay for what you get. And get what you pay for. Best advice he ever gave me. And it's never been more true than in the diamond business. A poor cut, poor quality diamond never gets better looking. I can promise you. That's why you've got to use some common sense. Like getting hands-on with quality loose diamonds in Mississippi's most trusted jeweler. Like shopping from thousands of diamonds, not just a few dozen. Juniker Jewelry Company is Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With 10 times the diamonds you'll find in average stores. Tray after tray of diamonds, every size, shape, and price range. All at the guaranteed best prices in the state. So come get the quality she deserves. At a price you'll love, it's just common sense. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Stimulus payments for Social Security recipients and other federal beneficiaries that don't normally file a tax return will be processed this weekend. The majority of those payments will be sent electronically. The IRS says most should be received by April 7th. If you've had trouble making ends meet because of COVID, there is help. Mississippi Home Corporation will be administering $186 million, which can be used for rental assistance as well as utilities, including electricity, gas, water, and sewer, trash removal, and home energy costs. Eligible households may receive up to 15 months of assistance. To find out how to apply, visit supertalk.fm. A two-month extension on the Paycheck Protection Program has been signed by President Biden. In the last two months, we've approved forgivable loans for 3,600 3, small businesses, 600,000 small businesses. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. From hunting and fishing to just about anything outdoors here in the Magnolia State, 
You'll find out what new adventure is waiting for you Mondays at noon with Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. You'll explore the wonders of your state's natural resources and experience the thrill of outdoor adventure. That's Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Mondays at noon here on Super Talk Mississippi. Bring the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel. Welcome back to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. There you go, Gerard and Rhino in the studio on this hump day. <laughs> I don't think Amanda from Pike County liked that one. Uh. <laughs> Jeff in Hattiesburg says, I heard once a hospital buys property in a town, the city or county, can no longer collect tax on that property. Is this correct? It's not correct. Uh, hospitals that are operated by the federal government, such as like a VA facility, or by the state, are exempt from paying property taxes, but private institutions are not. They pay full boat property taxes. So. Let's see. Ed from Aberdeen says, In my opinion, the two very best bands in my lifetime are Journey with Steve Perry and the Eagles. Saw both in person several times. Steve Perry was absolutely great. Thanks for that, Ed. I would have to agree. I would have to agree. I Certainly, to me, of course, it, it would be Journey. I am sorry that I didn't get to see Journey when Steve was uh, with the band. I think he... He bailed on them in the late 90s, mid to late 90s. But uh, I've seen them since four times with uh, Arnell Panetta. Pretty cool. Uh, let's see. This was an interesting one here from Kevin in Monticello, Mississippi. There was a man in my office yesterday trying to sell blood pressure monitors. He had six of them in his possession. He was trying to sell them for $30. He said he gets a certain amount from Medicaid each month that he does not use. He orders high-dollar items just so he can sell them to get cash. Hmm, that sounds like fraud, scam, not legal. Not sure. There, Look, there's no question that, as I've said many, many times before, wherever there is big government money, there's big fraud. Medicaid is big government money. There is as much fraud committed, I shouldn't say as much, but there's fraud committed by providers in those in the healthcare industry. No question. There is fraud committed by recipients, though that's gotten a lot harder. Uh, there is, it's just fraud. Government money is, is just right for fraud. It's just simple as that. And there should be an effort to combat it and eliminate it. I, I theorize that to a great extent the government looks the other way 
as, as far as Medicaid fraud is concerned. I think they, they don't encourage it, but they know it's going on, and they don't want to interfere with it for the, their fear, their concern about how that might interrupt the provision of health care. Just a theory. I can't prove it. Just a theory, an opinion. Jay from the Res says Steve Perry left the band due to hip issues and surgery. Yeah, I've I've seen the, I've seen his interviews on that Jay and and seen the uh, the doc. There's a great documentary. What remember the old MTV? I think it was Where Are They Now or something like that. I can't remember the name of the the show, but they chronicled la, chronicled several top flight bands, including Journey. Yeah, and, if I'm not mistaken, it was a, a medical issue that he had kind of lived with for a long time and hadn't got it dealt with, and it finally snowballed on him. He also said that the death of his mother really took took his energy away. And so I think there's a lot going on there that uh, caused it. But, you know, I, I believe he had the greatest rock and roll voice of all time and not sure he'll ever be matched in that respect. Just my opinion. I also believe there was some debate in the recording studio over a producer or something. Because I remember it was it was an article I read from their mid nineties up. Was it Trial by Fire that came out in the mid nineties? Yeah. It was that album that they had some arguments or issues while recording it because there was a, a disagreement over the sound. I think the person producing the album wanted a more poppy sound yeah. that was popular in the mid nineties and they didn't want to be the flavor of the month. Yeah, Trial by Fire is a masterpiece, in my view. I think it's one of the overlooked uh, albums uh, produced by the band. It's just fantastic. Mo says the two best concerts I've seen, question mark. Eagles, Hell Freezes Over, Tour in New Orleans, and Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and Honolulu. Very cool, Mo's. I bet that was great. I want to say that Hell Freezes Over tour came through Tupelo, because I remember there was a big outcry over ticket prices. Yeah. Like a hundred and something bucks for the nosebleed. Wow. Yeah. So Curtis and Biloxi and also Keith and J.S. says Breaking the Band. I think they're referring to the name of that uh, of that sort of video documentary. I, that, I think, is one, but the one I'm referring to... Yeah, that's a newer one. That's been around for the last couple of years. Wasn't it called Where Are They Now or Where Did They Go or something to that effect? See if you can look up that. Um Let's see. Randy and Starkville. Yeah, Where Are They Now was on VH1. There you had go. had 56 episodes and started in the late 90s. That's it. Wow. There is a Where Are They Now. And you can see it on um, – you can see the Journey one. I know. I'm sure they're all out there on YouTube. But in particular, I've watched that one before. There's a great story in there. We were talking about – we had to make a wish today in the studio. There's a great story, folks, uh, about it. The um, – about Journey and their their producing, writing, recording of uh, Only the Young. And it's a great tune. Maybe we can play that one when we bump. But, so it was inspired, I think Jonathan Cain, the, the keyboard vocalist of the band, wrote it. There was a an individual, a, a child, 10 years old, I believe, that was terminally ill. And the band, he wanted to see Journey. That was like his... His uh, his wish, and the band went and visited him in the hospital. And his, there's there's photos you can see out there online of the group in his hospital room, and and so he his wish was made to come true, and he died shortly after that. 
he, he passed away. And they recorded this song, um, Only the Young. And, and if you read the lyrics, you can kind of see why. But in the, in the documentary, when Jonathan Cain's being interviewed about it, I mean, he starts bawling, talking about that experience and that encounter and the inspiration to write the song. And it is uh, fantastic. That's why I will occasionally poke fun at professional wrestling, but I will never denigrate what they do because you've got people in professional wrestling like John Cena, who has now granted over 600 wishes for Wish Kids. Wow. You can poke fun at wrestling all you want to, but those people really are larger than life and go out of their way to help those that need it. So there's... A lot of good people out there, and you know, those stories don't get told enough, do they? We're so voyeuristic and so focused on all the garbage that comes out of the um, celebrity community, but there are a lot of good ones, and you know, they don't even want attention to be called to that. They don't do it for that. But do you wonder sometimes, like you talked about the dopamine, these guys that just do all this nutty stuff, that, that it's just, some of it's just despicable. Do they do it for the attention? I think so. Oh, yeah. But the people that do these good works, it's not for that. Ed from Aberdeen says, I totally agree with you on Steve Perry. His voice and his voice range never be another one like him. I agree. Eagles did come to Tupelo, 75 bucks. There you go. That was the price. Yeah. That was still 75 bucks in, what, 95, 96? Mark, that's for Mark on the 662. Best concert, Thomason Greenwood says. David Allen Coe of the Country Music Palace in Vaden. My first concert, this is Amanda from Pike County. Alice Cooper, 1980. My last was Harry Connick Jr. last March before the shutdown. Cool. Harry Connick Jr. puts on a heck of a show. I've heard that. Very talented. Oh, extremely talented. Extremely versatile and talented. There's actually a video I've seen of one of his performances where just to mess with the audience, he adds an extra note in a measure that he plays because they're clapping on the one and the three, (laughs) and he wants them to clap on the two and the four. So he he gets the entire audience. They're all clapping. They're clapping at the same rhythm, and he changes, leads the whole band and everything so that instead of clapping on the one and the three, you're clapping on the two and the four. (laughs) That's incredible. (laughs) Uh, You know, I saw uh, Fogelberg uh, perform. It was down at what is in Dan Fogelberg, down at what is now Thalia Mara Hall. I don't think that's what it was called back then. I can't remember, but I was in high school. And he was kind of an interesting performer in that he didn't want the audience to like clap and make any noise. He goes, Shh, he want you know you gotta <laughs> you gotta really consume <laughs> his talent, his perfection. And and so I used to have long hair, by the way. And people used to say I look like him. If you go look at Fogelberg, he's kind of got a big nose like me and stuff, you know. Russian Memphis, 87, Robert Plant, Jimmy Page at Mud Island. I bet that was great. Two of the best voices and bands. This is M and Myrtle. Appreciate you sending that in. Uh, David says, I've seen Elton John five times. We had tickets to see him in Dallas last summer, but it's been postponed again due to COVID. He just had a birthday. I've seen him, too, right here in Jackson. He is enormously talented. Don't totally agree with his politics. But he is one talented dude. We got a break. That was fun talking about that. We'll come right back. The JT Show continues. Hi, 
Stop on in to Nandy's Candy for all your Easter treats. Personalized eggs, caramel divinity, peanut butter and chocolate whip eggs, chocolate bunnies and ducks, hand-blown eggs filled with chocolate, sugar eggs, stuffed animals, jelly bellies, foil-wrapped bunnies and eggs, sour bunnies, bunny corn, empty or pre-made baskets, and so much more. Nandy's Candy, 1220 East Northside Drive in Maywood Mart, exactly where the Easter Bunny shops. Shop online at nandyscandy.com for in-store pickup or shipping. Gold prices are approaching all-time highs, so if you're considering selling your gold or unwanted jewelry, now is the time. This is Newt Starnes, owner of DNS Diamonds and Jewelry in Flowood, inviting you to get our price before you sell your gold. Whether it's broken, out of style, or just unwanted jewelry or gold coins, this is the best time to sell. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. Simply put, we pay more for your gold and diamonds. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street, across from Amerigo in Flowood. Family. What does family mean to you? At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, we value family. As a father-daughter team, Drs. Michael Carter and Katherine Carter Sledge are committed to helping you achieve your most beautiful smile. Go to cartersledgedental.com to meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Come be a part of our family. Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt is your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Right now, Hartley has Xmark and Skag zero-turn mowers marked way, way down. And they're offering 0% interest financing. Hartley carries a full lineup of steel and Echo products, too. Come by and see TJ or Scott and let them help you upgrade your lawn equipment. Hartley also has you covered for all your landscape supply needs, including sod, longleaf pine straw, mulch, bulk soils, rock, and much more. Is your lawn in need of a grass makeover? Give Hartley a call and talk to Tyler or Matthew about all the different varieties of sod they have to offer, including Bermuda, Centipede, Zoysia, and St. Augustine. Hartley's rental department also has the perfect machine to help with all that yard work, too. Many excavators, skid steers, tractors, zero turns, tillers, and more available for rent. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with all the latest specials Hartley has to offer. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Hi folks, this is Will Primos. I'm back on the radio again to talk about an issue that I'm passionate about and to rally all of you who love the great outdoors to take action. The Mississippi House of Representatives recently passed landmark legislation, House Bill 1231, which would allow our state to invest in wildlife conservation, leverage additional matching funds, and is a true game changer for Mississippi. But the Mississippi Senate gutted the bill, provided no money, and excluded conservation groups from participating in the program. I'm surprised that the Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman doesn't support using proceeds from sales of hunting and fishing equipment towards this quality of life issue, which impacts the future of all Mississippians. If you love the great outdoors and you agree with me, call Lieutenant Governor Hoseman at 601-359-3200 and ask him to provide a real dedicated source of revenue to invest in conservation efforts. It's common sense to support the great outdoors, the state's most valuable resource. This message paid for by Will 
Primos. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. T show 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Now, here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show. Only the young, the great Steve Perry and Journey bumping us in to this segment, along with Neil Sean on the guitar, Jonathan King, Ross Valerie, Stephen Smith. Lots of text from folks sharing their, their concert experiences. Really appreciate that. Favorites, The Who and Biloxi and Pink Floyd, New Orleans. That on the C Spire text line. Delta Danny says, Jerry Lee Lewis, Clarksdale in 1960. I bet that was cool. Thanks for that. Brent from Charleston, 1999. Kenny Wayne Shepherd in Memphis, Blue on Black. Curtis and Biloxi saw Prince three times. That is cool. That is an underrated guitar player. Man, I told you about that solo he does in when uh, is it uh, George Harrison being inducted into the oh yeah the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yeah, with Tom Petty and yeah where they're trying Jeff to Lynn. steer him back into it <laughs> yeah. and he's just like nope I'm still going <laughs> and then you got to go see the video folks if you hadn't seen it on YouTube but it's uh, he chunks his guitar he's like flips it straight up, and it disappears, and he walks off the stage. Nobody knows where it went. Somebody up there caught it, evidently, and he planned it. Really neat. Ken from Long Beach says, I saw Metallica for my first concert. My dad was not happy to be there. <laughs> Johnny and West Point, Kiss, 1979, Tarrant County Convention Center, and Fort Worth. I bet that was good. William in Greenville, Loggins in Messina, 1977, Sam Chapman from Leland. Huh. Neat. Loverboy in Memphis. Whew, I bet that got you fired up. That's on the C Spire text line from the CC2662. I saw Pink Floyd at Trafalgar Square in London in 1984. That's cool. I saw Journey at Jackson Coliseum in 1979 supporting the Evolution album. Again, a few years ago at Mud, and again a few years ago at Mud Island. Both great shows, but prefer Perry over Panetta any day. I, I hear you, Scott, too, in Rankin County. But Arnell's pretty good. All right, so last time I went, two years ago, my wife and I, and uh, my adult children, I was fortunate to snag seats one and two in row one at uh, the concert, at T-shaped stage. That's down there at um, Smoothie King in New Orleans, which, by the way, is a great place, great venue for a concert. It's fantastic acoustics and the way they lay it out, really, really cool. But, of course, I'm just in heaven there in row one, seat one, and Neil Sean handed me his pick. Scott Ennis was here on it. <laughs> really neat. <laughs> Neil from Pontotoc, Pink Floyd in the Superdome. Barry in New Albany, ACDC for those about to rock Memphis. 
There's some YouTube videos of ACDC. It looks like they're playing in front of like a million people. You see those deals? You talk about get a place rocking. My mama saw Elvis. Where did I? I missed it. Oh, here we go. When she, while she was pregnant with me, she said it was awesome, though I don't recall it on the ceasefire text line. You could have been rocking in there in your mama's belly. Widespread panic, Mud Island 96. Journey at Mud Island, Ed from Aberdeen, was absolutely the ultimate. I bet that was cool. Kiss, 1978. I'm going to have that Detroit Rock City song in my head now. <laughs> Coast Coliseum, I was 13. My dad thought it was an awesome stage show. That's really what Kiss was all about. I mean, Gene Simmons was master promoter, marketer, wasn't he? He's, I mean, he got filthy rich doing it. He's pretty awesome. Pretty conservative guy, too, if you hear him talk about it. Delta Danny said, I saw all these groups in the late 80s in Biloxi. I was working the stage door. Wow, he sent us a list. That's like a who's who. All the way from ACDC to Rick Springfield. Corey Hart. The Judds. Wasp. Willie Nelson. That is neat. Thanks for sending that. Well, it's been fun. Little old band from Texas on Netflix. If you love ZZ Top, it's great. When the list of performances goes from Cheap Trick to the Statler Brothers, you know you've seen a lot. <laughs> Hank at the Tad Pad in Oxford. I saw Gino Vanelli at the Tad Pad. It was kind of mellow. <laughs> Buff, Buffett in Vicksburg. There you go. All good stuff. You know, Arlo Guthrie at Ole Miss, I, I think I remember that as well. Well, I appreciate all that, folks. That's really cool, and hopefully you enjoyed the last two segments. I know we get pretty tied up about politics and all the other stuff going on around us that we need to be aware of, but sometimes it's just good to veg out and, and talk about fun stuff. We have a lot to be grateful for in this country. If you want to see the Prince performances in the Facebook group. Ah, awesome. And you really got to go see it. Don't forget, tomorrow, a day of gratitude. Please tune in. You don't want to miss my daughter. Uh, would really appreciate if you tune in. She's coming on at 1020. We've got some other good guests as well. A day of gratitude here at Super Talk Mississippi. It's going to be a good day, a fun day, and then, of course, Good Friday, Easter Sunday. Get this rain out of here. Get the sun back out. So we'll be back with you again tomorrow. Thanks so much for tuning in. Stay safe. God bless, everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.